welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I am your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I'm a therapist who loves to draw you closer to Jesus and offer practical tools to help you walk confidently in who you are in Christ. Today you are listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. We just finished our First Fruits podcast series. If you missed it, please go back and listen. I personally have seen fruit in my life by giving the first of my year to the Lord. Now, it's February, which to some means the month of love. Last year, we did a series in February called Relationships Restored. If you missed it, Go back and listen wherever you access your podcast or on my website, rachelgilbert.com under the podcast tab. Well, this February, I felt God say it's time to dive into attachment. You might have heard me mention this a few times before. As a therapist, it's something I love to study. Um, But today we are going to look at a few of the different types of attachment and I'm also going to tell you why I addressed this topic in the introduction of my book, Image Restored. Hey, side note, thank y'all for pre-ordering Image Restored. It releases next month and on Amazon, it's already hit several of some best-selling lists and I'm just blown away by your support. So thank you very much. It means a lot to me that you are doing that. Well, let's start by looking at the types of attachment. And if you are somebody who, one, has gone to therapy, or two, hangs out at all on Instagram or TikTok, you probably have heard people talk about your attachment style. And y'all know I love social media. I'm on social media. But sometimes I can't help but chuckle a tiny bit whenever I people come into my office telling me the things they learned on social media, because some of it's great and useful. And some of it, we need to make sure we are filtering uh, through some lenses of obviously professionals, but even just the word of God. So that's what we're going to do here today. First, I want to just tell you, there is such a thing as a secure attachment style. You probably hear people talk about insecure attachment styles, but simply put, insecure attachments, individuals feel safe expressing emotions, communicating with others, and setting boundaries. Uh, They may not feel anxious or worried about their place in someone else's life and trust that people love and care about them without much reassurance. So they don't really need people to sit and remind them over and over again. Obviously, that's always nice, but they just trust that, yes, I know that people are for me. You love me. You care about me. And also, when you are a, a person who is securely attached, when you're in a relationship that's unhealthy, usually you'll feel confident in cutting off that contact or removing yourself from that situation. Um, And then also, if you're securely attached, then you usually don't avoid conflict or difficult conversations or the emotional needs of others. So all of our goal is to be securely attached individuals. Now, before I talk about the insecure attachment styles, remember, these episodes are short, so I don't get to do a giant deep dive into them. Maybe I will, depending on the feedback that you guys give me on this episode right here, Um, just if you're interested and and want me to go a little deeper, 
But before I dive into the insecure, I do want to just say a lot of these attachment styles definitely stem from your very first years of your life. Even when you're in your mother's womb, but then even that first newborn up to toddler age is a huge developmental age of life where we do learn how to attach to people. Lots of really interesting research on this topic. If you're interested, definitely you can look it up. I can, like I said, in future episodes, maybe I can share a little more resources because I don't have time today to do that, but I just want to encourage you to think about that's that's really where it develops. However, most people don't get that full attachment that they needed from their mother in those formative years. And I'm just here to tell you, as a mother, whenever I went to grad school and really started learning about all this, I was like, oh my goodness, have I messed up my kids? And let me just go ahead and say, shame off of you, shame off of all of us. Here's the good news. We have Jesus, we have Father God, They fill in the gaps where we are weak as humans. So if you're a mom listening and you have the same reaction that I did of, oh my goodness, my kids, don't worry. Don't worry. First of all, God fills in the gaps, and we're about to talk about that in a second, where we can't. And then also, when you bring it into awareness, this is not like a one and done thing. This is not your forever attachment style. It's not your kid's forever attachment style. You can work on it. And I've actually done that with my own kids. Again, another topic for another day. Let's real quickly, I just want to tell you the titles of insecure attachment styles. Again, I just don't have time to dive into each one. Maybe in the coming episodes I will, but right now I just want you to know what they are. So there are four insecure attachment styles. Uh, Anxious, preoccupied. This type of attachment, I'm going to tell you just a tiny bit because I do want you to know a little bit. Um, Often worry about being abandoned or feel intense jealousy. Uh, Then there's dismissive avoidant. Um, This attachment style may avoid emotional conversations or topics. I mean, again, dismissive. It says it in the name. Fearful avoidant. This type craves intimacy and vulnerability, but may become fearful or uneasy when they have it. And then disorganized is the final insecure. And this is the one that goes back and forth between avoiding intimacy and craving it. All right, so that's a very brief overall thing. And and here's what um, a thing I want you to know about insecure attachment is it may develop from abuse, abandonment, or a rocky relationship with a caregiver or a parent. And you might even find that a caregiver exhibited one of these attachment styles as a child. So the attachment styles, (laughs) this is the other very interesting thing, a book recommendation I have for you if you're interested in this topic is called It Didn't Start With You. And it talks about how we literally pass down from generation to generation, not only our attachment styles, this book is really specializing in the trauma piece, but I also see in this how if you if your great-grandmother was emotionally unavailable to your mom, then your mom probably kind of passes that on. Here's the great news. Please don't get lose hope. It can change with you, okay? That's what my prayer is right now. If you notice, oh my, I, I'm... I'm not securely attached. It can change with you. And here's the bottom line that I want you to know. When we're operating primarily from a place of insecure attachment, did you notice how I said primarily? Because we all ebb and flow out of some of these. We're not just 100% securely attached. We have our moments of being insecure attached, all of us. So when we're operating from that place of insecure attachment, we cling to anything and anyone that gives us hope of love 
and security. The problem is that no man or achievement or perfect body can ever fill a hole in our soul that only God can fill. So this is why in the introduction of my book, Image Restored, I shared a study by Exline and Cusina who they researched body satisfaction in relation to one's perceived attachment to God. Now, I couldn't include their entire article in the introduction of my book as much as I would have loved to. My developmental editor would have been mad at me for that. You might have been too, unless you're a nerd like, well, we're not going to call us nerds. We like information. If you're like me and you like to read research articles, then you would have enjoyed it. But here's a little excerpt for you that I didn't get to share in the book. It says, the principles of attachment theory, which attachment theory, by the way, was uh, introduced by uh, Balby in 1977, can be used to conceptualize God if people perceive a personal relationship with God. I'm going to jump ahead here just for a second. I'm literally looking right at the article as I talk to y'all. This article takes the time and it goes through some of those insecure attachments that I just mentioned to you. I'm going to give you one example. Uh, anxious attachment to God is related to more disordered eating and including body image concerns and lower levels of body appreciation. While some research has demonstrated that avoidant attachment also predicts disordered eating behaviors, the relationship between anxious attachment and body image appears to be more consistent. Conversely, secure attachment to God predicts more positive body image. For instance, while exposure to ultra-thin models and increased internalization of conventional appearance standards pertaining to th thinness predict more body dissatisfaction in women. These relationships are moderated by one's attachment to God. Specifically, women with a secure attachment to God are less likely to experience body dissatisfaction compared to women with an insecure attachment to God. A perceived secure attachment to God is also associated with more body appreciation, more focus on function rather than appearance of the body, and fewer body comparisons. My friends, what we just read is huge because what I didn't tell you, this is a 23-page journal article with several resources and references in here. But at the very bottom, they even say, hey, the researchers here, we don't have bias. Essentially, they said in there, we're not all a bunch of Christians trying to prove something. They were just honestly researching this topic. This is huge. It's something you and I have all known for a long time. But it's also very fun whenever science can prove that, hey, when my perceived attachment to God, it will actually improve my body image. So here's where I want to bring this all back around. So I just introduced secure versus insecure attachment styles, right? And then I told you why it was important for me to plug that into the introduction of my book. Because while I didn't do a deep dive in the book on attachment styles, I want to be clear on that. I, in my book, I did not go deep into all these attachment styles that I just mentioned to you, I did structure it so that simply by reading 
and doing the activities, I included journaling and coloring and worksheets in the book, you will improve your secure attachment to God. That's a promise I can make you from this book. And my prayer is not just my book, this podcast, all the resources I give to y'all, my heart is that they bring you closer to Jesus, that they secure your firm foundation on Christ, in who you are in Christ, in how you're positioning as daughter of not just God, but the Most High King. I mean, He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And I want everything that we do here to make you more securely attached to God. Because I'm here to say, even as a counselor, we could teach you all the tactics all day long on how to improve your secure attachment styles in relationships. And those things work. They do. I'm not discounting them. But there is nothing that will give you a more secure attachment than when you draw close to God. And that's my heart for today's episode. And as you get your hands on a copy of my book, that you get closer to God. This is not just another Christianese saying and not another, let me tell you what to do in order to get your life in check. No, no, it's none of that. The closer you draw to God, the more firmly planted and firmly rooted you are, the firmer your foundation is on something that will not move or shake with changing seasons. And that is where all the peace lies and the grace and all the fruits of the Spirit. The closer you draw to God, the more secure you become not only in relationships, but in who you are in Christ. Your identity becomes secure. And and of course, then once we have a secure identity, then you can go out and you can be secure in your calling. You can be secure in knowing that you hear the voice of the Lord. My heart's cry for you is that you become secure in your attachment to God. You might be listening today and you say, yeah, I have a very insecure attachment when it comes to my upbringing. Maybe you didn't even know your parents, or maybe you did, you grew up in an abusive environment. And if that's you, I am so sorry. But I also want to encourage you that that can be redeemed, that can be restored. And it starts today by drawing close to your creator. Not only is it going to improve your body image, of course, I'm excited to to do that with you through my book, but it's going to improve everything in your life, everything. When you draw near and you deepen and you strengthen your secure attachment to God. So let's finish by processing. Number one, how is my attachment style? I do want you to reflect a little bit on in your relationships and and how you view the world and interact with people. Do you feel secure or do you feel insecure? And if it's insecurity that is the main thing that's coming up for you, what have you been clinging to? What have you been grasping at? You're going to read in my book, I give examples of I was grasping at things and identities and images and 
expectations of my body that I thought could make me secure. But none of those things ever gave me the security that I have found in Christ. But how about you? It may not be body related for you. What is it? Career? Husband? Kids? I don't know. Fill in the blanks. Money? What are you clinging to that you think that is giving you a false sense of security? But deep down, you know, oh, this is insecure. Take some time this week to be real with yourself and, and with God. And then I want you to ask God, how do you want to improve my attachment to you? So you're asking this to God. Say, God, how do you want to improve my attachment to you? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for every single person sitting under the sound of my voice. Draw them close to you and improve their secure attachment to you so that they can turn and be securely attached in their relationships and in their identity and in their body and in every single area of their life. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, my book releases next month on March 7th. Of course, you can pre-order now and Amazon actually has it on sale for $13.99, which is 30% off the retail price. And just so you know, when you pre-order, you automatically get the lowest price that it dips to on Amazon. So that's a win. Plus, you can get access to the private Image Restored podcast with short teachings, coaching calls, and some other exclusive content. To learn more and to access all of those pre-order bonuses, go to imagerestoredbook.com. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.